Well, welcome back to another Cyber Safety Project Digi No Bite Size Conversation. It's Trent and Sam here, and we're going to be talking to you as a family about the ways that you can stay safe and well when you connect online. Ooh, ooh Trent, before we go any further, do you think the audience last week picked up on my accidental spelling word? Are you talking about when you dropped the word discern? Oh, gee, I sounded very smart when I was, oh, discern, discern. Do you know how to spell it? D-I-S... CERN, obviously the last part, I won't do it, but bore you. But uh, do you know what it means? Oh, I do know what it means, Sam. It means to really recognize or see the difference between something. Is that right? That is right. That is right, Trent. And I guess today we're probably going to be discerning and recognizing and finding out a little bit more around unkind people. Because last week we were speaking around tricky people, strangers, unkind people. And we got reflecting afterwards and thought, you know what, unkind people in particular probably need their own episode. You're right, Sam. And when we think about discerning, we might discern the difference between negative comments and cyberbullying. Okay, so what is the difference? Well, when we think about negative comments, we probably see them quite a bit online, even in some of those public spaces that you go from people that you've never met before. But we know that sometimes negative comments can happen between friends. And there's a, just a bit of a fine line sometimes between like having a joke around and banter, and it can turn into bullying pretty quickly in the online world because, as you know, Sam, sometimes you can't really see the body language or hear even the tone of someone's language when it's just typed online. And so someone might think that they're just making a joke, but in actual fact, it's making someone at the other end feel really upset, sad, or even unsafe. Well, this is why we really always recommend taste your own words before you spit them out. Because as you said, body language, tone of voice, it's near impossible to get across online. So negative comments online, we know are happening, Trent, but very, very quickly, this can transition into cyberbullying. So before we deep dive into cyberbullying itself and getting help and dealing with this, What is it? Well, cyberbullying, Sam, is the use of a carriage device. Do you know what a carriage device is? I mean, I would assume like my iPhone, my laptop, my iPad, anything connected to the internet. Yep, you're right. So anything that's connected to the internet online on an online platform where someone might be repeatedly targeting you and it's menacing harassments or causing offense to someone, which naturally would make someone feel unsafe. Now, I think many of the parents, carers, children in the car would be able to define cyberbullying like we just did. But what often goes unnoticed, Trent, is that there's some other elements to cyberbullying. Well, there are too. So it's not just, I guess, this negative and nasty behavior towards another person, but it can also be making threats or stalking. And these all can be reported, Sam, if they're happening to you online. So we have to know that if it's happening to you and, and you know, the stats tell us, Sam, that around 13% of young people have reported being bullied online. So we know, unfortunately, this is happening and it's a reality, but we can get help if it is happening for us. We should never feel alone. Well, you mentioned that, Trent. We can get help and it's literally closer than you might realize. So where can we get help really quite easily? Well, I think there's a few ways we can do it. We can use some technology, Mm -hmm. but there's also probably some people that we could turn to to get some support. So we'll talk about the people in a second, but let's talk about the technology that we could use to really help us in this situation. For example, Sam, if someone sent you a negative comment and it started to feel like you were being bullied, targeted and repeated and ongoing, what could you do on a social networking platform, for example, if, you, if you're receiving that negativity? Well, these social networking 
applications, these platforms themselves, they, they need to be positive places and you can report this type of behavior through them. I mean, the three dot ellipses, the little three dots, the settings cogwheel, you can report abuse, cyberbullying to the platform. And if you report it, I report it, other friends report it, that user and that comment might be taken down. And it's the responsibility of that app provider to keep their users safe. So they're going to need to make sure that they're putting some supporting place to help you out. But Sam, let's say we report the person and then they try to re-add us again and then that behavior continues, what could we do next? Well, obviously talking to your support crew is really, really important, but I wanted to highlight, Trent, that here in Australia, we have the eSafety Commissioner. Now, you mentioned them briefly before, but did you know on their website, you can actually report cyberbullying? And the eSafety Commissioner, the team at eSafety, will respond to that report, see what's going on, and they can have those comments, those images, that cyberbullying content actually taken down. Yeah, and all we really need to report to the eSafety Commissioner to his have reported it already to the app developer. We've blocked the person who's doing it to us, but we've collected some evidence. That, that evidence sound, Sam? Can we get a sound effect for it? So a screenshot uploaded onto the eSafety Commissioner's website. We can get some support that way. But Sam, I guess we might be using some technology, but it still sounds to me a little bit like we're kind of doing that all on our own. We really also probably need to do something really important, which is... Well, I think you're about to say talk to a trusted adult. But Trent, I wanted to just share a bit of an experience that I went through. I mean, as you know, I was pretty horrendously bullied when I was in uh, secondary school, early secondary school, and I dealt with it on my own for quite a number of weeks. And when I look back, I think about why didn't I talk to my mum or my dad, you know, my trusted adult, their job is to protect me. And I think I was sort of motivated by not telling them because mum didn't play the game where this was happening. Dad had never heard of the social media application, MySpace, where I was being bullied. So I was like, why on earth would I tell them what's happening to me when they've never experienced what I'm going through on these platforms? Well, I mean, your parents, Sam, they might not necessarily play the same games or use the same apps, but what are parents great at? They are great at problem solving. So when we think about what our parents can do to help us in these situations, they can help us fix our mistakes, they can help us solve the problems that we might be facing, but also they just know how we feel and they probably know us better than we know ourselves. And if I was being bullied online, talking to my mum, she might not understand what's going on, but she would certainly know how I'd be feeling and she's always able to help me with that. That's a great point. Parents, guardians, grandparents, of course, teachers at school. These are all those trusted adults that are incredible problem solvers at the end of the day. So Trent, let's now allow our parents, our guardians and their children to, to start the chat around cyberbullying and talking about, hey, everything might be amazing right now for you online, but in the click of a button, in the blink of an eye, things might change. And who would or could you turn to if you felt that way? So it's all about having a chat about who is your support crew? Who are the trusted adults that you could turn to to have a chat with when things might be going wrong for you online? I mean, this could come in handy more than just cyberbullying, Sam. And the other thing we also need to think about too is there's just not just the people around us too. Have you heard of the Kids Helpline, for example? Trent, you know, I won't tell you how many years ago it was, but you know I actually reached out to the Kids Helpline when I was being bullied online. 1-800-55-1800 will connect anybody aged between five right through to 25 years of age to a trained counsellor. 
Like that's another word for a trusted adult at any time of the day where you can voice your concerns, your issues with that person who can give you the advice that you need in that situation. And if you can't remember the number that Sam just said, 1-800-55-1800, you can just Google Kids Helpline and it's the first thing that will pop up. And on there, you can even press the Get Help button and there's a chat that you can use to chat to a trained counsellor. So there are so many ways that we can get help, Sam. esafety.gov.au, kidshelpline.com.au. But... Our trusted adults are all around us. So it's time now to think about who they are and have a chat as a family. Who are the trusted adults in your world that you could turn to, to speak to about anything that might be going wrong for you online or offline? Well, thanks for tuning in, everybody. We'll be back next time with another bite-sized conversation starter to be done as a family and had as a family. But Trent, we need a topic. What's topic for episode three? I was thinking taking control, but we're going to talk about your favorite topic, settings. Mm, I like it. I like it. This one might go for a little bit longer because I've got a lot of favorite settings. Looking forward to hearing what your favorite settings are, Sam. 